I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Episode 139 of the Cantobite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, it's my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Happy Easter. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. Did you do anything? No, not yet. I, th- I think we might go grab dinner somewhere. And bring it home, of course. So that should be fun. It's always nice going on drives. It's nice not being home for an hour or two. Yeah, I went to the grocery store this morning. It was an adventure. Ooh, what'd you get? Uh, Milk and bread and some veggies. And some ground beef, because I'm going to make chili sometime this week. That's good. Make really good chili. I do make really good chili. But I don't have a recipe for it. You just, like, put everything in it and hope it tastes good? No, I mean, I know, like, what I put in it, but I don't have anything measured or anything. Oh. That's when you know you're good at what you do, is when you don't have to measure anything. I mean, or it just takes a while and you end up making a whole lot of something because you keep adding things to get the flavor right. <laughs> at least you have leftovers. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no point in making a little bit of chili. And it freezes pretty well, so. But also, I'm home all the time now, so I'll probably just eat it for like two weeks. That's good. Yeah, because I saw that you put an egg in it. Oh, yeah, that was because I had thought to do that with chili. Yeah, I had some leftover that I had stuck in my freezer that I pulled out and I put it in the skillet both to heat it up and also to get some of the excess liquid out. And then I just made a little indentation in the chili and cracked an egg in it. And covered it. And then I put that on top of a tortilla that I had fried up. That sounds delicious. It was really fucking good. I mean, there was no elegant way to eat it, especially because the tortilla was crispy. But it was really tasty. And I'm going to do that 
next time I make chili. Well, still, it looked delicious. I'd I'd want to try that, but I don't know. I, I feel like chili and especially like on a tortilla with an egg, like oh, that's all three things I like anyways. So I never thought to combine all those things. Well, I did it because I didn't have quite enough chili left to be a meal on its own. Mm. I needed something to stretch it. And eggs are good for that. Hmm. Yeah, you did a good job. I mean, you always do, but just especially that. (laughs) I'm still thinking about that today. Generally, fried eggs are good on most things. That is true. Uh, So how has your week been other than your chili and eggs? I mean, there's not, you know, there's not a lot going on. Working and then sitting around my apartment. How about you? Um, It's been good. I can't think of anything that I've done other than Animal Crossing, walking on the treadmill, and The Bachelor. So, oh, we had our fun little Zoom session the other day. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Uh, Rusty set that up. A bunch of us had a little Zoom thing for a couple hours. That was cool. Good to talk to people. Yeah, it was was so much fun. I've missed all of you. And being able to, like, see everyone just made this all a little less worse. So, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It it went a lot later than I thought it would, but it, I kind of didn't want it to end. Yeah, no, it was a good time. And it was fun to to see everybody even though it was through video and I just have a chance to chat cuz we are right now like a year from Celebration Chicago. That's crazy that it was already a year ago. Right? I still can't believe it. Chicago was so much fun. It really was. Like, I would do anything right now to see everyone and have a Chicago dog. Like, ugh. It's so sad. Like, I just, I, I miss everyone, and I feel like I haven't seen people in months, you know, so, other than, you know, my family, of course, so, I don't know, it just, you know, it was so much fun seeing everyone and talking to everyone, but I'm like, God, I, I really miss, like, hugging people, or just, yeah, it sucks, but I'm glad that we got a Zoom, but I, I was surprised how oh I was surprised how well Zoom is. Like the everything like video wise was really good or just everyone had really good computers cuz I always feel like Skype is a little like finicky sometimes. Yeah, I haven't I mean we use Zoom a little bit like once a week for work. My boss will do a video call just to check in with everybody, but other than that, that was the first time I'd used it socially. I had only used Zoom for, like, 
college work. Like my professors would record something on Zoom and then like send the link to us. But I had never like, no, I did use Zoom like I thought a week ago because I had a friend that did a gender reveal on Zoom. Okay. So that was interesting because it's it's interesting with Zoom because it's like depending on like how you view it, it shows like someone talking at like the same like the first person talking so like we're sitting there trying to find out the gender of their child but then we just we see all these people screaming like we're not seeing like the screen that we need to so we're just sitting there like i don't know what's going on but oh i keep it on i keep it on grid view because the one like when it pops up between people it just sort of gives me a headache that's true but yeah, I, I think I learned that that night because I think that I think you or Jesse um, mentioned it and it, it changed my life because I I would see like Araj for a long time and then I'd see Josh for a long time and then you for a long time and it's not a bad thing or anything. <laughs> but no, but I like being yeah, able to see fun. everybody at once. Me too. We have to do that again. We have to do that at least once a week now. Yeah, it's a good way to to keep in contact and to sort of keep your spirits up. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think especially right now, because like everybody's been posting their celebration pictures and memories and it's cool and I love seeing it, but it also makes me sad. Yeah, it's really hard. Like, I I definitely think that, you know, I've been a little more absent on social media because of that and because I'm a very sentimental person. So I'm that person who usually sits back and it's like, oh, a year ago I was doing this. And it's like, I I don't like thinking about that because, like, where everything is now, you know. So it's like I kind of, like, distance myself from it, even though those were amazing memories. Yeah, it'd be different if you know celebration were going to happen this year yeah that's also true like I think looking back at that stuff it's like oh if I get to see all my friends in two months like that's awesome but that is almost certainly not the case so it makes it a little bit harder to see everything Yeah, it's weird because it's like I feel like I always keep seeing the posts that are like, "Oh, celebration is going to be canceled soon. It's going to be canceled soon." And I just, I just want it to, I just want it to be announced. So it's like something that I stop thinking about, and it's something that I sit there and I don't think, "Oh, well," even though I know that it's not definitely going to happen. You know, I sit there and I'm like, "Oh, you know, maybe someday my prince will come." You know. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous to to think that it would happen at this point. So they should just announce it and be done with it. And then everybody yeah, can move I'm on re- to the next one. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready to move on. And I'm definitely ready to contact the person whose Airbnb I'm staying at and let them know, hey, uh, my event might be canceled or postponed. Because uh, I would hate. If it were, like, postponed to a different day and then, like, someone, like, jumped on that, like, I would be devastated because I really like the place that I got, so. 
but that's not a main priority. That's just a little tidbit. But I don't know. I just, uh, it sucks. And there's no way to, you know, I always try to look at the positives of things, especially right now. And it just sucks. Especially like all the pictures (laughs) of celebration last year. You know, seeing how happy we all were, even though it was like eight or nine in the morning and it was snowing crazy outside. We're all cold, but excited to, you know, see a Mandalorian panel or Sunday. So it would have been the Phantom. I don't even know, but I want to go to a panel. I want to have a hot dog. I want to see my friends. I want to have a beer. I haven't drank in like four months, so I don't remember what alcohol tastes like. Like, oh, I delicious is how it tastes. Wanna... <laughs> I could use some Moscato right now. That would be really nice, but I don't know. Like, I just I don't feel like doing any. Uh, not that I don't feel like doing anything fun, you know, right now, but just it's like I. I don't know. I it just, it's all so sad. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Like, right now, what I want to be doing is like planning my erotic fan fiction for Steel's live show. Have you already, or did you already figure out a theme or uh, main characters, or were you still working on that? I was kicking around a couple of different ideas and was just going to see like what happened if I sat down to write, like what I actually, I, what I could actually write. Hmm. It might involve spider legs mall, but then there's logistics that I have to figure out. How do you make spider legs sexy? Well, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't got to be sexy because I mean, it's inherently not sexy. I mean, that's sort of the whole point. But I have to figure out how like I have to spend way too much time then thinking about the possible appendages for spider legs mall. <laughs> spider legs mall. Yeah, that would be good. I I would love to hear that, but I don't know. I I'd love I'd love to hear anything at this point. I mean, you can do that Toro character and Steel. I don't know. <laughs> Steel loves that guy. Imagine him. I I cannot write porn that involves one of my friends. <laughs> oh yeah. Huh? Though it'd be worth it to have good. somebody up there like doing a steel impression. Doesn't like Johnny Grasso do like a really funny steel impression? But then like I, mean, I feel like it's know. just gonna become the Johnny Grasso show. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Hopefully pants are left on. I mean a lot of people do seem to do a steel impression, so Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we, we all could, but I have I have really bad accents. But speaking of Australians, yes. Hi, Chris Fresh. 
Happy Easter, Chris Fresh. I want to ask you a favor on the air. Is that okay if I ask Chris Fresh a favor? Uh, shoot. So I saw that you downloaded uh, Animal Crossing. We, we are friends now in Animal Crossing. And I would love the opportunity to visit your island, not only because you are my friend and I want to see how creative your island is, but because we are on two different hemispheres. And because of that, we have different fish and bugs on our island. So I would love to have an opportunity to catch some of your bugs and fish. And then for you to come to my island and catch some of my bugs and fish. And I can give you some fruits. So think about that and let me know what you think. I mean... Probably that's something that you could have just DM'd him about or something. <laughs> Rather than I waiting a week for him to hear this. The suspense will keep me entertained. Okay. There we go. Yeah. While, we're, while we're asking for favors, if somebody wants to like send me some liquor or candy or something, I'm always up for that. Um, what kind anybody. of liquor? Anything. And I like whiskey. But, I mean, you know, chocolate's good. Just not, not, not Hershey's chocolate, right? I mean, I'll eat Hershey's chocolate if it's there. I don't particularly enjoy it, but if it's like, I like, I like Hershey kisses. Hershey bars are gross. So, but you, you don't like American chocolate, right? There's some American chocolate that I like. And there's plenty of like good American chocolate. Most of the store stuff is sort of blah, but I like Dove. If you're getting, like, you know, something from a drugstore. Dove interests me because I don't know if it's the same Dove that makes, like, shampoo and everything. Like, I almost think that's, like, impressive that, like, the same people that make shampoo are also making your chocolate. You know? I mean... I wouldn't I wouldn't think it's the same people. I mean the same brand. I think Dove's owned by Mars. Like the candy Dove. Oh. Not the planet. <laughs> the can I that's why I said the candy Dove as opposed to I don't think the shampoo Dove is owned by Mars. Oh. The planet Mars. Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. But, okay, so we we have to send Emily some whiskey, some Hershey's Kisses. I'm trying to think what else we could do to Emily. <laughs> do to me? <laughs> Remember when Catherine brought us like all the Australian goodies 
Oh my god. Yeah, at Celebration, Catherine brought us all of the candy in the world, basically. She is an angel, and I miss her terribly. Yeah, I was really looking forward to seeing her. One of my favorite photos was us meeting for the first time. And I was so excited. Because I remember we had just gotten back from... Like, we left the um, the Cubs game, like, in the middle of the game. Like, I don't even remember what was going on. I was like, we have to drop everything. The Australians are at the haunted hotel, and we need to go see them. <laughs> I would do anything to go back to that fucking hotel. That was fun. Um, not much in the way of news this week. Some, uh, just so you know, Variety was talking about how Lucasfilm employees were being furloughed, which makes sense. We'd already heard that Disney was doing that. Um, it's pretty vague, but I do wonder what that means for production schedules. I mean, I would think that just means that, you know, everything's going to be postponed again. Like, I remember the rumors saying that we're still going to get a Star Wars movie in 2021, but no. Like, I don't expect that at all. Like, especially, you know, think about all the employees that are getting furloughed. Like, Disney World just let go, like, 45,000 employees. Like, think about, you know, Lucasfilm, like, what? they're doing you know think about all these companies that are doing this to all these people like it just it 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 makes me confident that you know we're not going to get a lot of you know content in the next like couple years because of all this i mean it sort of depends how long this lasts and like with something like the mandalorian season two i don't I don't know where they were in their production. Like, I know that they had filmed everything. But in terms of of editing and stuff like that, I have no idea. Although some of that you could do from home if you had, you know, good, good enough computers and stuff. If you had the right equipment. But in terms of, like, these furloughs when people are just being put off, then then who knows? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's all so sad. Yeah. Like, it's it's sort of crazy to think about how long the ripple effects from this are going to last. It, many years. Like, you know, we don't even know, like, how, like you said before, we don't even know how long this is all going to last. And this is going to change everything you know this is going to change how you know people you know go on vacations or you know physical contact with others like it's just it's crazy and I feel so bad that I'm just focusing on all the negatives but shit like you know Los Angeles just announced that you know they're gonna make the quarantining longer than May and or ending in May but it'll probably go further than that like it just 
it's hard to go through when you can't see the end of it. It is like I I was talking on the phone with Carlos last night and like I I almost like forgot like some of my old like radio calls and I'm like oh my god like I haven't worked in over a month and just remembering that you know I where I used to be and how my life used to be like it just it's so weird you know like I the only people I see are people live in my house like I haven't seen Carlos and more than a month and you know I haven't seen his family in over a month I haven't seen you know my friends in over a month you know I it's just it's it's weird yeah and there's only so much you can watch on Netflix you know mm-hmm yeah but I don't know. I guess, you know, we just have to try the best that we can to, you know, keep on going and, you know, make every day okay. Doesn't have to be great. It can just be okay. Yeah, and, you know, like, keep reaching out to people and checking in on people. It's nice. I've gotten a lot of, you know, DMs being like, hey, New York looks really scary. How are you doing? Oh. But it's all a bit um, frightening and tiring. I'm tired all the time now. Have you not been sleeping well, too? I mean, I sleep, but I don't know, I wake up a lot during the night and I don't know, I think maybe the lack of like going outside and walking around, which I can do a little bit, but you know, even with a mask and stuff, I don't want to be out that much. I feel the same way. Like I, I had last time I was you know, outside for, like, a long period of time was, like, you know, two weeks ago. And, you know, I don't even like being outside, like, you know, right now. Like, I don't want to go to the grocery store. I mean, we Instacarted our groceries yesterday because we're all just like, I I don't want to go, you know? Like, it just, it's so scary. And especially, like, you know, there's lines at the door of the grocery store. So then it's like they don't have certain things. And then, you know, you just have to think fast and be like, okay, what do I need? And it just, it's like you have to go on, like, survival mode. And it just, it's so weird because it's like you would never have thought that you would have to do this in your lifetime and then all of a sudden you know you're you're having all these thoughts and you're having all these you know you're seeing all this stuff on the news and just it's it's unreal yeah fucking blows have you been watching anything besides the bachelor um not really it's been kind of like my escape 
like I, I tried to watch other stuff. I tried watching some more Making the Cut, but I, I feel like I could just gravitate towards The Bachelor because it's an older season and, you know, it just makes me think of, you know, how things were in 2008 or 2009. Like, it's weird seeing people, like, hug each other or, like, physical contact because it's like now when I, when I think about that, I'm like, oh, you know, you need to stay six feet away. And then it's all these people living in a home, to all these strangers living in a home together, dating the same guy. Like, simpler times, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... I don't know. It's nice to, you know, have that escape and it's like you forget that you're quarantined in your home. But I don't know. Like, you know, I could go on walks in the neighborhood, but I just I just would rather be inside my garage on the treadmill because like one, I won't get sunburned and two, you know, I don't have to wear a mask and it's my garage. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm just happy that I'm, you know, staying, that I'm, like, okay right now, that I'm, you know, I'm, I found a hobby, and, you know, I'm, I'm watching things that are distraction, you know, I'm getting along well with my family, like, I'm cherishing this time together, because we've been through a lot of, as a family, these past couple weeks, so it's just nice knowing that, you know, we have each other, and, you know, we have, you know, these memories even though some of them aren't positive but you know we know that we're all together so that's nice to know yeah and also like everyone's safe like that's like my you know big thing is that you know everyone's well everyone's health as well your health as well you know most of our friends health as well so that's something that you know keeps me going is just knowing that you know everyone's okay so far yeah, that's that's important to focus on. And I've been I've been FaceTiming with my family a couple times a week. And that's nice. That's good. And most mostly because Hannah just really likes to to call me on FaceTime even if she doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> she thinks I it's love very that exciting. So much. How's she doing? You know, her her spirits are up, but she doesn't, you know, there's there's only so much my parents can explain to her that she'll actually understand. So, you know, she knows she's not going to school right now, but the idea of you're not going to school at all this year, or, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with graduation yet or anything like that. But that's a little harder. So she keeps asking, you know, like, okay, but what about, you know, it's, it's right now, it's next year, we're going to do this. And next year, we're going to do that. Okay, that's, that's good that, you know, you're setting goal that they're setting goals for like next year, next year, but God, I feel so bad for, you know, all those kids that were going to graduate, you know, college or high school, and, you know, they aren't going to be able to go to prom, like, that's, you know, it's hard to celebrate those milestones when, you know, and you aren't going to have that last test or have to study for that, you know, just. Yeah, I mean, because there's so much your senior year, you know, especially if you're you're an extracurricular, it's like, okay, this is, you know, I'm going to have my last 
basketball game or my last choir concert or, you know, the last school play. And just to suddenly not have that has got to be really rough. It is, but it, it definitely makes me thankful that, you know, for like the little things that, you know, I was able to graduate, I was able to go to prom, I was able to have that, like, you know, last tennis match for, you know, the final tournament. And, you know, it just, it makes you think about all the things that you had versus, you know, all the things that, you know, people aren't going to be able to experience because of all of this. Like, it's eye-opening. Yeah, and I say that, you know, I didn't, particularly like prom and graduation was pretty dumb and boring but it it still felt important to have them you know yeah and like grad night you know like the kids won't be able to go to you know like six flags or disneyland even though Disney is really packed for grad night anyway, so you'll probably wait three hours to go on the Matterhorn, you know, but still. Ugh. I feel so bad that I've just been sitting here for 30 minutes being like, everything sucks, but well, I don't it know, does, it's nice though. to vent. It, yeah, it does. I mean, it's a nice to vent because it's like, I, I feel like we both have done like an okay job, you know, not like, really like going into this like these past couple weeks, but shits like someone has to <laughs> yeah man like every you know you don't there's only so far a positive attitude can get you when there's a worldwide crisis yeah it, it, it's weird like i've 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 been you know, feeling things or acting ways that I, I never thought I would, you know, I'm a passionate and emotional person. And I feel like I've just like put all of those things like to the side right now. It's like, I, I don't feel like I've been like myself, like these past like couple weeks and it sucks. Cause it's like, you know, it just, it just, it's weird what like a pandemic could like do to you, but I don't know. I just, I, I'm just sad, but also hopeful that, you know, this will all end in the next couple months and, you know, society will slowly over the years, you know, go back to, you know, the normalcy that it was before. But I don't know. I guess it's like hitting me now that like things are going to change for the next like couple of years. That life isn't really going to be the same. Yeah, it's just, it's something that's kind of hard to process because we, I mean, we, again, we don't know how long, like, this current situation is going to last, but also, it's not like we know exactly what things are going to look like after this. And so that's, the, the unknown is really, it's scary. Yeah. And... You know, I'm that person who thinks like two or three years of ahead, you know, I'm, I would sit there and be like, okay, this is what I want to do in five years. This is what I want to do in a couple months. And now it just, it's like, I just have to start thinking about, okay, this is what I want to do today. <laughs> this is what I want to do tomorrow. You know, like this is how many miles I want to walk on the treadmill, you know? So, you know, at the same time, it is nice that, you know, I'm 
putting myself on pause and being like, I don't have to think about the future right now. You know, I, all I think about is right now and that I'm okay right now. And so I'd always stress about the future and what I want to do with my future. And, you know, maybe, maybe it's also because like career stuff like might be lining up right now out of all times, but Hey, you know, life's life, but I don't know. It just, it's, it's nice not having to stress about, certain things anymore you know Mm -hmm. (sighs) well Emily yes Brittany did you watch the Clone Wars I sure did how excited are you that this arc is over (laughs) I mean thank fuck so yeah we watched together (laughs) again is that what this was called I think that's what it was called Unfortunately. And it's it's the end of this one with the stupid spice storyline. I thought you were going to say the Spice Sisters. And I'm like, oh, that fits. <laughs> oh, my God. These characters were so irritating. And that's annoying because back when we first like started to like hear well, who they were, I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. That should be interesting. We're going to talk about, you know, the, the underworld and we're going to get some characters who who were raised in that and sort of what that means. And it's an interesting part of Star Wars to explore. And then said, then it's just like sisters fucking arguing for four episodes and being really fucking stupid at every goddamn turn. It's so fucking annoying because I got excited that oh we have sisters in Star Wars again and we get to see you know yeah we might see them fight but we get to see them you know fight together but this was just the worst pairing of characters and especially siblings that like I hated this so much like I hated how they treated each other and I hated what was it okay I I hate to be negative I I really do but like what was what was the part in the episode where you're like this is it like this is I don't like this I mean the whole I don't know it's hard to say because the whole thing is dumb and I was already annoyed going into it but what about you? Sorry. I think that it was after Ahsoka gave herself up and was like, spare them, have them go off and find more spice. Like, just basically sacrificing herself. And forget her trace and what is her sister name again uh starts with an r rafa 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 being like wow she she sacrificed herself for us you know we don't ever see that but her being like we have to go back for her not because it's the right thing to do but so that she can one-up her I think, I mean, I actually sort of liked that 
I mean, I think that is a, a kind of a way to make that make sense. But also, I think it isn't really about one and upping her. If it is the right thing to do, but that's a that's what you say the reason is if you're that character, and I like that. But Jesus, the fact that Trace doesn't get what Ahsoka is doing and her sister has to be like, are you stupid? This is a plan to get us out of here. But she knows that we don't have a family. Well, like, Clone Wars, what are you doing? Like... I don't know if it's like I'm just sitting here being like highly critical over this, but like this isn't good. And it just, I didn't. And this whole like, oh, you're a, you're what the Jedi could be and should be, and you got to go back and do that now. I'm like, oh my god, fuck off. They should have just been like, you lie to us, bye. Like, that's how any logical person would respond to that. Knowing that, you know, the Jedi did something terrible to their family. And then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, by the way, I used to be a Jedi. And then, like, them being like, oh, I didn't know you had a choice. Like, and then them pretending to care. Then them being like, oh, well, you're everything we've ever wanted in a Jedi and, you know, you should follow your path. Like, you don't give a shit about her path. You know, you only brought her along because she was bettering your guys' chances of, you know, getting the money from the spice or like just. Well, why the fuck would they know about care about her path? They've known her for like a couple of days. And I mean, from Rafa's point of view, she completely fucked up her whole thing. But it's just like, oh, you got to tell Ahsoka how great she is because she's Ahsoka. Yeah, and Ahsoka made many mistakes this episode. You know, she probably shouldn't have, you know, should have bounced as soon as she realized, you know, that they were dealing with the Pikes. And, and especially like, you know, when she was snooping on the conversation and the Pikes were like, do you think he knows what's going on? It's like, oh, God, here we go. Then they they name dropped Crimson Dawn. And you know, that's going to be the last time we hear that name. I feel like they just name drop things just for the sake of name dropping it. Oh, my God. The amount of fucking time they take before they show you that it's Maul. Even though you like, I imagine even if you don't follow anything in terms of news and knowing what the last arc is, you still fucking immediately know it's Maul. Do you think he knows? Like, I just, I hate, I I hate it. And, and then like Maul like sends, you know, he, he looks over to like where Ahsoka is and then he's just like, never mind, it's nothing. I have, I have business to take care of. Just, I, I'm ready for it to end. Like, Siege of Mandalore better. It, I, I have no expectations at this point. Like, I'm, I am prepared to be disappointed because, you know, the Bad Batch was fine. And then this last arc was 
weird and just but I'm I'm happy that we both bond over our dislike for this arc. <laughs> yeah, and then you know we get Pokaton at the end. I, I I mean I didn't like the whole Death Watch is over line. I mean that 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 makes me very sad. But uh, Death Watch can be reborn. I just want to hear somebody yell Death Watch again in Star Wars, because it's hilarious. I feel like we'll we'll hear it in The Mandalorian. We'll have some more flashback scenes, because I I think we kind of had one, you know, that season finale episode. So, I mean, hopefully. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, John Favreau. You know you want to do it. You want to shout it yourself. I love John Favreau. He brought us the Lion King and he brought us the Mandalorian and Previsla. Do you see that they're gonna do a remake of uh the I don't wanna talk about it? <laughs> so it's a rumor that Disney Plus is doing a remake of uh the animated Robin Hood. So it's going to be like live action, like foxes and Robin well, Hood what gear. I was re- what I was reading, it was going to be more like, it, like they weren't going for the super realistic, like Lion King look. Why though? Like, I, I feel like, I feel like there's better things that Disney Plus could be doing right now, especially for like a younger audience. Like, I don't think that a younger audience would be able to, you know, bond as well with Robin Hood as, you know, the audience like 50 years ago or however long um, Robin I Hood mean, came out. More than, I mean, Robin Hood, you can redo Robin Hood because people make Robin Hood movies like every five or 10 years or Robin Hood TV shows or Robin Hood related other stuff because it's, you know, it's classic folklore at this point i mean you know originally based on on the writing but mm-hmm. and you can retell it in a million different ways but also we've already had it retold in a million different ways and he, m- make anything new please for the love of god disney yeah i am personally enjoying the um book remakes or like you know them doing movie off of like the book like I enjoyed Timmy Failure I enjoyed like Stargirl was actually pretty good I really recommend that and I I think that Disney Plus should go more towards that route because I love that they they're doing not so big things you know like Lady and the Tramp that was a perfect opportunity for them to put that on Disney Plus because they wouldn't have probably done that well at the box office but at the same time I know millions and millions of people have watched that even though I admit it it wasn't the best it was still entertaining to watch because of course you know you think of the original and you think of all the things added and I don't know and I would love to see more documentaries on Disney Plus too but I know that's gonna be hard but I don't know. I just I, I, I think I just that don't want we them to touch Robin should Hood. pause. 
I mean, we just had Mendel Robin Hood. Like that's it. Like we were we're good for a long time. Like, <sighs> well, here's what I would say: if you want to do Robin Hood again, do do something different with it. Yeah, I mean, it's a story you can tell in a million different ways. Like, you, yeah. Don't start off the movie with this is a story you've never oh heard before. And then it's just Robin Hood. But like <laughs> even if you know, if you, if you, even if you want to make a new animated Robin Hood, d- don't don't do foxes and bears and shit. I'm trying to think of like why animal would be like a good Robin Hood. We'll just do fucking people. Like a cheetah. Like if Disney, if Disney yeah. wants to make a new Robin Hood, just make a new Robin Hood. You don't need to do like. I just don't see the point of it. I mean, obviously the point of it is they make money because people will go see them, and that's why I don't like people. <laughs> but just like a straight remake where all that it is is it looks different and looks like shittier and you can't connect with it because there's no soul in it at all because you decide you need to make it super fucking realistic looking or whatever like I don't know yeah I don't know but you know I'm also confident that you know either that this is a rumor or that you know we won't see this for a very very long time because I doubt that a lot is being produced and created right now. You know, like I, I know that Disney is, I don't know if they were finished casting or starting the live action Little Mermaid. Uh, they were working on tons of, you know, Pixar films and different movies. I don't know, but I don't know, they can throw rumors at us through Hollywood Reporter or whatever all they want, but I don't know if they're actually going to happen at this point. Yeah, that's true. It'll be like five years from now or something, but. Yeah. I just don't know why they don't go like further back in like the Disney vault, you know, like do a remake of like the Sword in the Stone or, uh. I'm trying to think of other movies. Like, I'm surprised they haven't touched uh, a lot of, you know, Disney princess movies. Like, they haven't touched Snow White. They haven't touched. Oh, yeah, they've touched a lot. I mean, they've touched a a lot of the princess movies. Like, Beauty and the Beast, that was really good. Uh, They touched Cinderella. That was fine. I don't know. They'll they'll definitely do more, but that's the thing is that they know that it's so successful to do a remake because they know that they're going to get millions and millions of people because of the nostalgia factor. Like that's the only reason why they're doing all this and money. So we know that we're going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I just wish they would. There's so many untouched fairy tales out there. Do some of that. Like dig deeper into into Han Christian Anderson. Dig deeper into Grimm. You can find lots of shit there that's really interesting. Rather than just, hey, let's redo something that we already did, but it looks a little bit different. Yeah. That is true. There's a lot out there. 
And I feel that we only know, you know, so much because of, you know, Disney movies or, you know, different movies that aren't Disney. So, I don't know. Something new is good. I'm surprised Disney's never done uh, Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, I mean, they have, but they've done it through, like, Mickey Mouse and, like, the little specials. Like, you know, they have, like, the Christmas special where they they do all the different, like, famous Christmas stories. Like, I, I definitely think that they've done it through that, but they haven't done, like, an actual movie movie. because I don't, I don't know, like... And I feel like it's so easy to make that really scary. Like, I, I think that there was just, like, a rated R version of, like, a story like that like, that just, like, came out, like, in the past, like, six months to a year. Or it's about to come out, or I don't know. Oh, yeah, and it's called, like, Gretel and Hansel or some shit like that. But, I mean, that's when, it, you know, it's a story that everybody knows, and you could do it, you know, do it, do like a, do like you do with Rapunzel to Tangled, you know. Yeah. Where you give it its own spin or whatever, but. Yeah, and I'm surprised it took them so long to do Rapunzel. And that's a film that a lot of people still haven't seen. And then, you know, The Princess and the Frog, like, those are both, like, really good films. And I feel like they're not talked about much because people remember that Frozen exists and Frozen has taken over literally all of Disney. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen Frozen. You should. Doesn't appeal to me. You'd like Olaf. Oh no. He likes warm hugs. No, Olaf is annoying. The clips that I've seen of him. <laughs> That's good. The The second one was good, but it wasn't, the songs weren't as great. Like, I don't know, like, they did such a good job with the songs, the first uh, movie. Like, I, it, it's a husband and wife, and they compose, like, the whole movie, and they just did an outstanding job. Like, all the songs are good. I th there's, like, one that's, like, okay. It's, like, the matchmaker song with the trolls, but yeah, other than that, like, all the songs, like, you know, Rusty still yells them in the house every now and then, so you know that it's good. <laughs> or catchy, at least. Mm-hmm. Very catchy. Okay, I have a Deadwood question. Okay. Is it scary? Because, like, I'm thinking of that being the next thing I watch on the treadmill, but, like, I don't want to close my eyes on the treadmill because I don't want to fall again. What do you mean by scary? Is there like a lot of blood? Is there a lot of, you know, like violence? Is there I'm, a lot of I mean there's a, there's a certain amount of violence. I don't know if I would call it scary. It's not okay. particularly gory. It's not like horror. Okay. I mean it's much more realistic in terms of the violence. Oh. 
I mean, you okay. you do see people get killed in, I mean, probably almost the majority of episodes in various different okay. ways. But it's usually, I mean, it's often just somebody getting shot. Occasionally it's, you know, somebody getting their throat slit or somebody getting beaten to death. Oh, God. Yeah, that I, I don't think I should be watching that on the treadmill because I don't want to close my eyes because. Yeah. But I'm definitely thinking of watching it because I, I think that uh, we need to start a new segment up on here. There you go. I'd be fascinated to see what you think of the show. Yeah, because I, I put on Twitter yesterday, I want somebody to do a rewatch with me. Just because, I mean, I, I fucking love the show. I know I have it. Like, I mean, especially the first two seasons, like, practically memorized. But I want to talk about it with people. And uh, our our friend, <laughs> Dirty Uncle Mitch from the Geek Dudes and Hey, Hey, It's a Podcast DM me being like, oh, I you know, I saw the first two seasons and I never saw the third, but I'd like to watch it again. I'm like, okay, awesome. So now Dirty I, Uncle Mitch. Now I potentially have someone to to talk about it with, but I know I would I would be really interested to see what you think because it is um fairly dark. Fun. I mean, there's some there's some like it's not like it's you know completely dour. It has jokes. And it just it's it's has this sprawling cast of characters, and every actor in it is perfect and just great. And it has some amazing like these almost Shakespearean monologues that you get from characters, and and it has Al Swearengen, who is my favorite television character of all time. He's so fascinating. And when you first meet him, he is a just like straight up awful villain. And you think this is going to be like the villain of the whole show. And then you start to meet other characters who are way worse than him. And you start to see some of the humanity in him, even as he continues to be horrible and a murderer and some other shit too. Well, I'm definitely intrigued. And because I, I saw your call out on Twitter, and I'm like, I know she's not subtweeting me, but I, I would think it would be interesting <laughs> to, I don't know, for someone like me to watch it, because I don't really watch much anyways. So for me to go from, you know, The Bachelor to Deadwood, like, I, I think that would be very interesting. Yeah, and it's all it's all on Amazon Prime. weird it's hbo but it's on amazon prime a lot of the older hbo shows are they they had they had some sort of deal with them they worked out a couple years ago so like that's on there the sopranos is on there um maybe six feet under i think rome is on there too carnival 
the thing about Deadwood is what happened is David Milch originally planned it to be four seasons. And then after the third season, um, well, depending on you believe HBO either canceled it or David Milch didn't agree to their terms and walked away from it. But it meant basically the show just never was completed. And there was talk for years and years and years that they were going to do a movie to wrap everything up. And it seemed sort of impossible because the cast is so big and they, you know, that the sets had been torn down and it was never going to happen, but they would talk about it and then it wouldn't hear anything for a year or two. And then they talk about it again. And then it finally happened um, last year. And it's not the same as having a fourth season, but it's beautiful and good and really, I think wrapped up the show quite well. That's rare. Yeah, and it's interesting because a lot of people are down on the third season in terms of it not being as good as the first two. And I sort of agree, but the thing you have to realize when you're watching the third season is it was setting a lot of things in place for season four. So there's there's stuff and there's characters and storylines that seem like they don't really go anywhere. But that's because then the show ended before it could become relevant. Hmm. But fuck, it's so good. It's just, it's, it's amazingly written. I'm very intrigued. I think, I think I want to commit. Okay, I mean, at least, you know, like, you don't have to be like, I, you know, you if you watch one, you're not committed to watching all of them if you really hate it. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to hate things, but also it's it's easy for me to, you know, connect to shows. Like, I, I'm not that person to, like, start something and stop it. I think the only time I ever did that was with uh, Supernatural, but the show just fucking drags and... I just feel like the longer it's been going, just the lazier the writing gets. And no, that's what happens when your show's on for like twenty million seasons. And they both look the fucking same. Like you know, like twenty years ago and now, it's like yeah, you know, they're older men, but it's like they still act. I don't know. Just it's it's interesting with with that show. I think they're finally ending it this season. But yeah, I I I think I want to try to watch an episode or two to see what all the fuss is about because yeah. there's a lot of shows on my list that I I want to watch. I, I definitely want to watch The Sopranos. I'm waiting for that one though. I'm waiting for Band of Brothers. What are you waiting for? I don't know. Like the right time. Okay. Like I'm I'm very specific with like it sounds like a little ridiculous, but it's like when I reach like certain like life goals, that's what I wanna do is be able to sit down and like watch a show. Like I I'm I don't know. 
it's it sounds weird like actually saying it but like <laughs> yes it does i just yeah i just i'm waiting i'm waiting for the right time and it's not the right time yet like i i need to be in the right like and you know it's like when i want to when i feel like re-watching an old show like i can't just like turn on the show right now and be like okay i'm gonna rewatch it like i have to be like in the mood for it so like to start something like band of brothers or to start something like the sopranos I have to be like okay i'm ready and i i know i'm not ready yet see that's what because i think okay like band of brothers I, i've never seen because i'm not into into war stuff but the sopranos i've watched several times and although the sopranos is brilliant television and and really well written and acted i mean james gandolfini was an amazing presence and it's tragic that he he died as young as he did because he is somebody who had decades left in his career and would have been incredible to watch but the sopranos is i think a really easy show to watch yeah you get some occasional like awful violence because it's about the mob but it is Mm -hmm. a consistently fairly funny show and just sort of really an interesting one. And isn't it isn't as even when it's even when it's really heavy, isn't like the wire where it's just unrelentingly depressing. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've always been like that with like shows though. It's like I've always been like hesitant to like start them. Like, cause it's like, okay, I have to wait till I'm ready. I have to wait till, you know, like, uh, you know, before all this quarantining stuff happened, like I was, uh, was rewatching like the office a little bit, but I stopped it. Cause I'm just like, I'm not feeling it. And I, I don't want to like force myself to watch something, you know, like I want to be able to sit down and be like, I want to get into this. I'm ready for this. I don't know. I, I think too much, and it shows right now because this is very weird. <laughs> uh, that's probably why I don't watch a lot of shows, is because I I stop myself. This is why I only ever know The Bachelor and what other other shows Emily introduces me to. I mean, I always recommend The Sopranos. It's great. But, you know, give give Deadwood a try. I would say give Deadwood a couple of episodes because you meet a lot of characters really quickly. And it can take a little bit to find your footing. Okay. I remember because I got into it, I think season one had already aired and season two was was starting soon. And like the first time I tried the pilot, I didn't enjoy it. Like it was just it was too much and I was confused and I didn't like it. But then like I tried it again probably a couple months after that and like, oh, no, this show's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. But I'm I'm just very intrigued by the way that you talk about it, and I I'm pretty sure I've heard my dad talk about it a little bit too. So yeah, it's just it's one of those sort of times when 
everything came together in terms of the writing and and the cast and just, I mean just the look of the show is amazing it's so everything is dirty and worn and the, the interesting about about Deadwood is it it almost didn't happen because uh, David Milch came to HBO with a pitch about a show of a couple of, I mean, cops basically, but set in ancient Rome. And HBO was already developing the show that would be Rome. And so Milch sort of went, fuck, and went back to brainstorming and came up with Deadwood. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's really cool. Because that means we get we got Rome and we got Deadwood. Although I would have been fascinated to see Milch doing a, a show set in, in ancient Rome. That would have been quite something. Although I really, I really like HBO's Rome show. It was very good. And I'm sad it was only two seasons long. But anyway, um, anything else happening? No, I don't think so. Yeah, there's not much going on. I mean, there's a lot going on, but there's not much going on that's particularly enjoyable to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> So, you know, thank you, everybody, for listening. Brittany, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. What about you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is on Twitter and Instagram at CantobitePod. You can write us, email, send us voice messages, uh, CantobitePod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple or SoundCloud or wherever you get our podcasts and just sort of spread the word. Um, you know, everybody stay safe. Hope you stay healthy. Reach out to somebody if you need to talk. Um, until then, we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Ghetto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, cause this is it. Fuck all the rest, be a ghetto bitch. Brittany the Ginge and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, ghetto bitch number one.
girls are better. Check out some folks they want to bang in a refresher. Asajj, Ventress, and Kylo Ren, yo. We'll have Tarkin, and of course, Mendo. Send a shout to the porgs and a rusted brown. And Emily's dad straight putting it down. Every week, my girls be getting it done. I should know I've been down since day one.